Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. On today's wrestling news, AEW says no to Shane McMahon. A massive spoiler and title change on SmackDown tapings for next week. Vince McMahon's strange new rule about the New Day. And Ronda Rousey's Elimination Chamber match has been confirmed. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, uh, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel and links to each story is in the description below. So click the timestamps and off you go. But first up, Tony Khan was speaking to Sports Illustrated uh, about a few things, but one of those things was the possibility of Shane McMahon in AEW. Could you imagine? It would be incredible. Uh, but I've got a quote from it and he just says, I'd certainly take the call. I'm sure he'd be an interesting person to talk to about wrestling. I'm not sure exactly if he would be a fit. I have not heard from him and I don't expect to hear from him, but in this business, you never know. So it seems like not yeah, not the, the line of communication isn't open at the minute and probably not going to be the best of fits in AEW, let's face it. Uh, but he's, he's open to take the call because it's Tony Khan, of course he is. Yeah. To take the call from anyone. He also went on to speak about uh, Keith Lee's debut and he was uh, like just amazed that WWE released him in the first place and as soon as he did, he knew that he wanted him straight away and he was really happy with how the debut came across. And he also confirmed that the whole uh, Jay White deal on Dynamite was... Definitely very last minute, and he only did it because he wanted that kind of forbidden door aspect to the show after what he said on mm. Twitter, uh, overegging it slightly, let's say. Uh, but interesting that little mistake on Twitter, and he can just give New Japan a call and get Jay White flown over the next day. Yeah, it's, I mean, as far as mistakes go, not a bad one, <laughs> really, in the grand scheme of things. Really interesting that, uh, in terms of a development, and the fact you've got a promoter that's so open. With admitting, yeah, this was pretty last minute because I, I kind of I said something I probably shouldn't have, so I've, I've got the ability to go, okay, I'll just I'll, I'll fulfill what I actually said. There Oops. we go. But it's I love these little Tony Khan like interview things where he does just sit there and just really give you a full inside baseball as to what's going down in AW right now, especially with the Shane McMahon stuff. Any other promotion would probably go, oh, let's just not mention that because that's a bit of a maybe sensitive subject and we just don't know yep. what we can get away with it. He's just gone, yeah, I would chat to him. Don't know if he's going to come though. <laughs> it's it's yeah. fair enough. I don't think he'd be a yeah. fit here, but, you know. <laughs> but you would have that chat. I mean, I'd take that call. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you have a chat with Shane McMahon. Just to, yeah, see, see, pick his brain a little bit and say, how, how would you book a Royal Rumble, Shane? Give me your insight. How, how would you book a, a 30-man over-the-top rope thing if we were to do it in all-leap wrestling? Um, it's, yeah, I don't know if I'd ask him that 
specific question. No, he's, he's more than qualified, he's more than qualified Phil. All right, I know, I know his, I know his <laughs> history, but um, it's interesting. And they are the great. So yeah, go and check that out if you if you can. Go if you've got a few minutes to spare and you love this Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you're watching this. Go and check it out. But but in terms of big things that have actually happened, like not like things that are being maybe pitched and talked about for the future. A huge thing happened last night when it pertains to a SmackDown episode that actually hasn't been aired officially yet. I know we're going in weird little circles and loops and crazy stuff for this, but spoiler alert. there's a spoiler. <laughs> like you said, there's a big old spoiler. Something if big. If you don't want to know, click the timestamp and go to the next story. <laughs> Run away. Run away from these words because we have a new Intercontinental Champion, Shane. No, Sami Zayn is your new Intercontinental Champion. He had a match with Shinsuke Nakamura, which was made official to be happening on last night's Smackdown that taped and like came out to the world and they said that match is going to happen next week. It obviously happened this week because they've got the Elimination Chamber next Saturday. So they're, they're being kind to their athletes. I, I like this. They, they've not just made them do a Smackdown and then fly out to Saudi the next day and do all that stupid stuff. They've not done that. They've done the match and a picture that was like leaked onto social media shows Sami Zayn with the IC title. So he's either won it or he's not won it and he's running out with a belt. We don't know. But it looks like he has won this thing. It looks like that is official and thus ends one of the most Ah, depressing Intercontinental Championship reigns I believe we've had for quite some time that was Nakamura's he didn't do anything did he and there were some weeks where he didn't even come out with a belt he just I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why they did this it's, I, I love Nakamura would have loved a great long run where he could have defended the belt week after week I know he had a bit of an injury at some point throughout that reign and that hampered whatever was maybe set to go down but the fact that we didn't have I don't think we had an Intercontinental Championship match on a pay-per-view after WrestleMania. That, 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 no, was, la that, that was last April, Phil. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that's way too long. And hopefully, like, Zayn defends that title against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. You know? Something like that. Anything, I, yeah. Like, that, that would make, like, Zayn two for two for celebrity stuff at Mania because then he had the Jake Paul stuff last year. But anything's going to be better I mean, he's than what definitely not defending it at Saudi Arabia, so... <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I'll give him something good at WrestleMania. It is a really happen. weird one with Shinsuke Nakamura, though, because he's had it for ages, and it very much feels like they just completely forgot that he even had it and that it existed in the first place uh, and just carried on with the boot stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's great for Sami Zayn. I love him. as like His last run as the Intercontinental Champion was absolutely fantastic. He's definitely by far one of the most entertaining things mm -hmm. on WWE TV every single week. Um, so, yeah, good for Sami Zayn. I hope they give him a good run with it, actually. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things happening on SmackDown, you may have noticed something slightly missing from SmackDown recently. Um, and that is the words, the new day. Um, obviously, Big E moved to SmackDown and at first it was thought to be this kind of temporary move while Xavier Woods was out on injury. But it is a permanent thing that they're leaving him there. And Fightful Select are now reporting that Vince McMahon is adamant that Big E and Kofi Kingston as a tag team together not be referred to as the New Day <sighs> for some reason. Uh, there was a bit of confusion at first when he first put this edict out there, um, and there was kind of they called them the New Day on YouTube and on backstage things. But now, from now on, you will not see the words the New Day uh, along with Biggie and Kofi Kingston. It'll only be the New Day when they are a trio and they're all together. Um, Apparently Vince uh, originally wanted the New Day like back together on SmackDown because he missed the magic that they created together. Uh, he wanted to give Big E a shot, which is why he split them up at the draft, even though there was lots of uh, reported plans uh, for how to give Big E a shot without actually breaking up the New Day. But Vince McMahon thought, no, he needed to be out on his own to be able to be given the shot. Um, but now that 
he's bored of Big E as a world champion, I guess. He feels that uh, he's in the mindset of the kind of better together, the stronger as a group. And that's why he's putting the New Day back together. He misses the magic they created. No, but he's uh, not He's not yeah, putting them together, he is he? He's not, Phil. He's not. <laughs> that's, that's not what's happening now. It's just... Silly. I don't get this. I don't get this. Yeah. Like, you've got such a marketable commodity there in the New Day. Call them the New Day. Like, I understand that <laughs> Woods isn't there, but it just... They, they called still, them... They've been tag team champions. They've done tag team yeah. matches when uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods were on their own and Big E was split up. They were still the New Day. Yeah, if anything, it just diminishes... Big E in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? It like it makes it look like okay when when Woods isn't there, he can't be called the New Day because you you, you don't feel like the New Day without Woods. It's like well, I, I, I just really don't. Weird. It's that weird. Vince McMahon woke up one morning going, oh no, we can't do that, and it's just like okay, okay, fine, Vince, yeah. you're you're paying the bills. Let's let's do it. I'm, I'm, but it definitely feels like another nail in the coffin of the sort of Big E main event yeah. level push as well because this is like you're back to the New Day. Like we've done your little your little push. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, done with that now let's go back to a tag team and create some magic together yeah I mean, it probably was, in the mid card and it was sad this <laughs> i like I, I watched smackdown last night and it's biggie's professional he's going to keep doing what he does and he's going to keep going out there and giving the best performance he can but you could just see there's just that little light died in his eyes a little bit and he's just like he's doing his things and it just feels like he's not go. He, he never goes through the motions. He doesn't. But it's just that thing of ah, oh, the spark's gone a bit now. You can see he's, yeah. he's feeling a bit like oh, I've just been thrown back into this again. But he, he must love working with Kofi. He makes the best buddies. Oh, yeah, like if any chance they get to work together, I bet he's just he's over the moon. But it's like I was just I was WWE champion about a month ago, and now I'm fighting Los Lotharios and we're getting beaten on SmackDown by a roll up, and it's like. Come on, guys. Like, we, need to, we need to make some stars. That's the aim of the game. And you got one. You had a massive one, a crossover star. He's popping up in boxing events. He's introducing Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder into the heavyweight fight. And now he's... Well, I don't know what he's doing. It's just sad. It's sad. But but speaking of crossover stars that seem to actually be presented in the way they should be, we, we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey because she popped up on SmackDown last night. She just beat the piss out of Sonya Deville and everyone else again. And it's now been confirmed that she's going to have her first match away from the Royal Rumble. Let's call this like a first official match since her return to WWE at that event. She's going to have a tag match alongside Naomi. She's going to be tag teaming with her to take on Charlotte Flair. And Sonia Deville. It's going to be big. It's going to be dramatic. It's going to be Saudi craziness at the Elimination Chamber. And yeah, this all comes back after Mr. McMahon called out Sonia Deville and said, like, stop abusing your power and all this stuff. Like, that was read out on an email by Adam Pearce on SmackDown. And she was in a sling. She was like, oh no. And then just th things devolved into chaos again after the Charlotte Flair Naomi match, which was quite good for the SmackDown Women's Championship, the main event on SmackDown last night. Check that out if you've not already. And now that's what's going to happen. Elimination Chamber's got like a SmackDown big marquee women's match now uh, to go along with the Raw one that you've got Becky Lynch against Lita and obviously the Elimination Chamber to decide Becky Lynch's contender at WrestleMania. Couldn't get the word out there. But that's, that's yeah, we've got three pretty stacked women's matches going down in Saudi Arabia. What a what a world. What a crazy world. I know, right? Looks quite good. Yeah. Not sure how they managed to sneak Sonya Deville past the Saudi Sports Authority, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with that one. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's 
progress, I guess. I mean, they're still getting paid a ridiculous amount of money by a terrible government to do all these shows. Um, but yeah, it is progress, I guess. I did, did I read somewhere that, uh, I believe, just as a quick sidebar, that Saudi Arabia shows, like each one of these shows, WWE get paid three times more than what the gate is for every single yes, WrestleMania. $50 million per show, three times the highest ever WrestleMania profits. Yeah. It's, in total, it's 10% of their annual revenue. Yeah. That's why they're doing this. They're gonna keep doing this. It's for money. <laughs> they're gonna keep doing this, guys. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but moving over to your Twitter questions to end the video. Uh, the first one comes from Eddie Zamory, who says, what wrestling theme song do you think is underrated that fans don't listen often enough? Hello, hello. No. No. Sorry. <laughs> it's not that. It's an impulse, Phil. I really like MVPs, and I don't feel like we've heard it in quite some time, the tick, tap. Yeah, the guy, dig it, dig, dig. That's probably not even the right words, but you know what I mean? That I'm coming. I'm coming. That one, yeah. Don't shout that out out of context in the middle of your house. So you... I mean, Vian needs to listen to it, probably. <laughs> hey, he did. He I came miss... to main event. Did you not see it? <laughs> he did. It's great. Uh, I miss his uh, entrance tunnel thing, the big blow up entrance yeah. tunnel too. That was really good. That's, yeah, I missed that. That was great. Fair enough. I am going to go with all of the Hollies, Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly's music. And obviously Molly Holly's there music. There we go. Uh, all of the Holly's uh, music is all really, really good. I used to use uh, um, Hardcore Holly's and Crash Holly's music all the time for my creator superstars on the SmackDown, just bring oh. it and things. Um, yeah, they're just really good songs. Very yeah. interesting. I used to use Molly Holly's, weirdly, as it goes. That, that's, yeah. I'll laugh too loud for The it. next question comes from The Forbidden Dark, who says, uh, Hey guys, I'm Salty. Uh, do you think AEW should be building a serious contender to eventually dethrone Jade Cargill? And if so, who? I think they should. But we're talking some some long build because like um, Jay Cargill needs a, a big old long dominant title reign here with this TBS championship to put it on a real pedestal like something that you really have to fight to attain. It can't just be like oh a month later somebody else has beaten a four eight and it's a hot potato belt. You don't want that. That's just not not yeah. it's not good for anyone. So I think they do. Um, in terms of who they they give that honor to. I, uh, somebody who's on television already and is a presence but hasn't really gone up to that next level of, of, of title holder yet and isn't quite ready to start challenging for Britt Baker's belt either. So maybe somebody like, I really like Ty Conti. I think she's great. I think she's got, she's, she's quite over with the fans. They, they really are wanting to get behind her, but I just don't think she's quite there to be somebody holding the top women's belt. And it'd just be, that'd be a great match in itself. Like just, just with the sheer clash of styles, I think you get something really interesting there. Yeah, absolutely. I am thinking exactly along the same lines, uh, but I was going to go with Anna Jay. So very, very similar. Um, but yeah, like you say, I think it's like having it as something to sort of elevate someone who's not quite there ready for the top level yet, um, but get them in a sort of prominent position doing mm -hmm. good matches on TV every week. I think that's the perfect position for yeah. that as a title. And someone like either Take On or Anna Jay would be a really good fit just yeah. to take it off her eventually. But I will say, I think she needs to have this for quite a long yeah. time, yeah. And just to note, I think Jay Cargo's matches are just getting better every week. I think she's... Absolutely, a, she's, you can see her improve right before your eyes. It's, it's a big good. middle finger to WWE's developmental system, that. It's just, she's been great, yep. so... Absolutely. And the final question of the day comes from Jack Whittles, who says, Hi guys, do you think that Pac will ever be a champion in AEW? He goddamn better be, is all I can say. Speaking of women's championship, no, um, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, he needs to be. Damn right he needs to be. Because look at look at the incredible matches that you could have with whoever has that belt at that point. Because if, if Hangman is still holding it, you've got all that just history between those two they, that, that that feud that pretty much kicked off all the wrestling between them and they were just going back and forth and the matches got rescheduled and all that stuff that'd be great 
He could have somebody like Adam Cole. He could have him against Brian Danger. He just fits with everyone, Pac. He's, a, he's an insanely talented wrestler. So physical, so unique in his own presentation that meshes well with everyone because no one's doing what he does to the degree that he does it. It's... I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's coming across, but I'm very passionate about this being a thing at some point. Give Pac that damn belt. Absolutely. Here's my second favorite in-ring wrestler at the minute, uh, just behind Brian Danielson, mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, and just the, the amount of matches, amazing matches he could have with some people at the top of that mm -hmm. card would be absolutely brilliant. I cannot wait for eventually Pac versus uh, Brian Danielson in this kind of form. Pac versus Punk, Pac versus MJF, be a weird and interesting mm -hmm. um, like clash of styles. There's just so many things. Like, just put him against everyone. Darby Allen, like versus Pac, be brilliant. Like, I just love Pac. He's so, Ward so good. versus also, Pac. There you go. Sorry, couldn't, couldn't help it. Just give him every, everyone and everything and put the bastard at the top. Uh, mm -hmm. And on that note, thank you all for watching. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to the video, like the video as well, and comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. And if you want, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow uh, Gareth at gmorgan04. You can follow me yeah. at Fill My Chambers, and you can follow all of us at What Culture WWE. Um, like I say, ups and downs. That's coming too. <laughs> Watch those ups and downs for SmackDown, ups and downs for Rampage. I will end up end a video at some yeah. point in my life. Um, no, sure. so make sure you give those a watch and head over to our podcast and listen to all of those and do all that good stuff and just watch more videos because that's what YouTube yeah. likes. Yeah. But most importantly, have yourself a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.